Welcome to the Footwear Insight Extra podcast from Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Outdoor Insight, Team Insight, Textile Insight, and Footwear Insight with related digital publications Team Insight Extra twice monthly, Textile Insight Extra once a month, and Footwear Insight Extra on Wednesdays. Now it's time for the latest podcast. Brazil has footwear brands, distribution availability, and supply chain options for the United States. Recently, the Footwear Insight Extra podcast spoke with Alex F.K. Engelman, International Business Manager for Pagata, and Leticia Spurb-Maselli, the Brazilian Footwear Manager for the South American Country's Footwear Trade Organization. I also had the pleasure to speak with Bruna Pini, Export Manager for Savelli SVL. Mr. Engelman has been around the footwear industry since his childhood. His father was a pattern maker who later built his own shoe factory. And after graduating from Sinai, he spent three years, uh, Ms. Engelman spent three years as a pattern maker himself, later moving into shoe export development. Ms. Peeney has nearly 20 years of experience in export and product development, serving at both Amazonas and at Getz Footwear as an export and development coordinator. Meanwhile, Leticia Spurb-Maselli, manager of the Brazilian footwear project in the trade union of Abacalcados, has nearly 15 years of experience in the footwear industry and currently works to increase the competitiveness and awareness of the brands and factories of Brazil. Here's some of what they had to say in the latest Footwear Insight Extra podcast from Formula 4 Media, publisher of Footwear Insight Magazine. Well, today I'm speaking with Mr. Alex F.K. Engelman, the international business manager for a company in Brazil called Pagada. Uh, good afternoon, Alex. Maybe you could first start by telling our listeners at Footwear Insight Extra, uh, our podcast, a little bit of background about your, about your company, the types of footwear you make, how long you've been in business, and your distribution channel. Okay, perfect, Bob. First of all, thanks for this uh, invitation. Uh, it's a big pleasure to be with you guys today. Pegada has born in 1989, where three uh, of the actual owners of this industry has started uh, to produce shoes in a little, I can say a little room. And by that time, they started producing like 10 pair. 10 pairs a day and uh, we because it has been started as a family company and uh, I I wasn't there at the beginning but uh, when they started they start to receive a lot of feedback from the market and they were always uh, very focused on comfort and this this combination of listen the market be engaged on this industry made them growth uh, till nowadays, and now we are producing 5 million pairs a year. Our product range has expanded as well. So now we produce the whole range of uh, shoes uh, going from boots through sandals, uh, casual shoes, dress shoes for both men's and women's, and also for youth. We are mainly recognized by our comfort and uh, our technology features inside the shoes. And we are present nowadays in uh, uh, at least 80 countries all over the world in totally different markets like Africa, Asia, uh, Latin America, North America. So uh, we are spreading a lot along these uh, last years. And as a follow-up to that, Alex, I mean, is, is your company still family-owned? And what's the price range and what would be the price range in the U.S. Uh, for the product? Yes. So, Bob, uh, the, the company is still private owned by three uh, family uh, 
persons. In fact, they are two brothers and uh, one cousin of them. And uh, our price range now, it's a very aggressive price because we are the entry level line we, uh, produced in leather and produced in Brazil. So we have the average price on 59 US dollars. But then for sure, you have different prices on sandals and uh, boots. Before we talk about the export to the US market, what is your production uh, in Brazil? Like you have a big factory that makes all the products for worldwide distribution or how, how big is it? You know, how much do you produce uh, there? Well, they, uh, on the daily basis, we have been producing 25,000 pairs. It's going to come to you for five to five and a half million pairs a year. Yeah, we, we have a large uh, and very spread distribution. And uh, we are just starting USA. So to make sure it uh, start the right way, we have a lot. Of, we had a lot of studies before, and now we established our own uh, distribution in United States. It is now uh, American company. We do all our export through that company, which make easier for everyone to have access to our products. So nowadays, whenever any American company wants to deal with us, they can deal direct with Brazil and they also can deal with us through our own, uh, our own branch in, uh, located in Florida. In that scenario, is the product you have, you, you have product warehouse in the U.S. for easy distribution? Uh, we had we have done some studies behind it, and we do have extremely competitive prices on our logistics. This, which is our differential. So, with that situation and with our uh, very fast logistic, we are attending the demand within two weeks, coming from our own warehouse in Brazil. We keep our stock for the worldwide in Brazil, but we can reach stores within two weeks, even though they are in Europe or United States. That was, so with that uh, best, that great scenario of two weeks, do you see this Pagata see the current global supply chain problems in Asia being an opportunity for you? In fact, we, we, have, uh, we have to recognize that uh, we were affected in Brazil as well. But uh, the scenario we have being a very capitalized industry, we were able to stock very well and uh, we did not suffer as much as a lot of companies have done, uh, gone through. Yes, we, we felt it, but uh, we, we were not uh, impacted when it takes off uh, deliver our goods and to still get uh, uh, still being able to deliver our products on time. When it takes the sales, we unfortunately have reduced our production with a good and reasonable situation, looking at the health of the employees. But uh, at the end of the year, last year, we had a lack of, uh, I, I mean, lack of supply. We were not able to uh, attend all the demand the last year. Yes, in manpower, but it, it was all related to our pro, uh, health protocols due uh, to the COVID. 
So we, we regret we didn't uh, put it together before because uh, it could have saved some of our production power, uh, but uh, we, took, we took too much time to put this plan in action. At least it, it came for a good reason. This way we, we, were, we were saving our people from having this prejudice of the COVID. We, we just regret that we didn't take the measures right away. We just uh, wait for the big uh, entity in Brazil to take the right studies together. We applied it all together. Alex, currently here, we're almost to mid-October 2021. You have the, some materials and supplies and the manpower to produce at this t- current time, correct? Yes. Uh, in fact, we, we stock at least nine months ahead. So uh, we do have stock of uh, materials that we have to import, uh, which are not uh, more than 5 to 8% of our uh, supplies that come abroad from, from different countries. And these, were, these are all stocked the same way we do here in Brazil. And we do have a stock of at least nine months of production. So we are safe because we understand that there's a huge problem on logistics nowadays with supplying. And, and also, uh, what's the biggest challenge to gaining traction in the U.S., do you think, for your brand? Yeah, the, the, the huge uh, challenge we have is always related to the brand awareness. And uh, we are putting a lot of effort <clears throat> because uh, the brand awareness is always something that uh, costs you a huge amount when it takes to U.S. market. So uh, we have a fortunate position that we are a company really focused on comfort. And this uh, put Pegada on a different level of, of uh, perception where we have a good design and a great comfort. And people, when they use the shoe, they get together with us and they, they're going to stick with Pegada for a long-term relation. Uh, this is what we felt about our customers. So nowadays, the break-in is always the, the hard part. And this is why we took so much effort to study the market and start coming in through the independence and feel how they feel about the product, study what really works because it must be something that promotes uh, mutual great results. That's our focus, to deliver great results for, the, for Pegada, for our partnerships outside of the country, and also to still deliver great value on our product to the final customer. And finally, Alex, today I wanted to just ask you one more question about the U.S. market. That is, is Pagata singly focused on selling your own brand in the U.S., or would your brand have the capacity and the consideration to make products for other brands in Brazil and, and then send them to U.S.? We actually have the capacity to attend it, but uh, we are not focused on that. Actually, we do have... Uh, very few partnerships where we we attend people, but as long as we are we have a lack of uh, production to deliver Pegada, our main focus is to keep the brand as the the focus of the industry over here. So we have probably three or four partners that we are still putting their labels, but uh, usually 
uh, they start with uh, their label by pegada. And as the time goes, uh, they, they, they notice that if they just use pegada and they use our uh, marketing and promotional materials that we are always pleased to provide, they improve their results. Current customers, where's the primary distribution focus in the U.S.? Independent shoe stores, chains, uh, where's the fo- distribution focus? We have uh, big uh, chains all over the world. Uh, when it takes to United States, since we uh, just started this operation, it is a pretty young operation, probably uh, around three years right now. We are mostly focused on independents and also uh, small chains still. Uh, some chains that has like five to 20 stores. But we are already in touch with some big players that has around uh, 500 stores. And uh, probably this, this, uh, we're going to be positioned on those players quite soon as well. But uh, the, the actual position in the United States is with a strong base of independents and small uh, retail chains. Well, great. Well, thank you very much, Alex. I appreciate your comments on your company, Pagada, there in Brazil, and it's been in the United States here for three years. Uh, now we're going to turn to Leticia Maselli. With the, she's the Brazilian footwear manager for the trade group of uh, Brazilian footwear makers. I'll let her pronounce it for me. <laughs> Good afternoon, Leticia. How are you? Good afternoon, Bob. I'm fine, thank you. And you pronounced quite right. It's Abi Calçados. So maybe uh, what I wanted to get from you for a few minutes that we have is if you could just talk about how many members you have, how long your organization's been in business, and what your objective is uh, these days. And, uh, you know, I know you talked to me yesterday briefly about the, the market share distribution. Maybe you talk a little bit about that as well. That'd be great. Uh, Abicalçados uh, was born, I would say, in 1983. And we represent the entire footwear industry in Brazil. Through that, we have some national issues that we deal with. And we have a very special uh, focus on exports through a partnership that we have with Apex Brazil, which is the Brazilian Trade and Investments Agency. Through that partnership, it's a program actually called Brazilian Footwear. We, we do help companies like Kegada and Savelli uh, to enter international markets, to increase their exports, to invest in their brand image. So we can expanding efforts and in working with the company's strategic plans in order to achieve many, many markets and destinations. If I may say, uh, the United States today, it's our main destinations for the footwear exports, Brazilian footwear exports. It represents 25% of everything we export. It has increased after the pandemic and it's been increasing a lot from january to september 2021 we already grown uh, have grown uh, 41.7% in us dollars and 52.7% in pairs when compared to the same period of 2020 if we compare it to 2019 you know pre pandemic we have grown 11% already. So it's really, really good. It's a really good moment for Brazilian footwear in the U.S. Have a footwear that's most desired in the U.S. from the Brazilian makers? Certain silhouette? 
You mean if the designs are, uh, I would say uh, it's a lot more than that because the Brazilian industry, footwear industry have a huge diversity. So we can offer comfort shoes, like Alex was saying, we can offer uh, dressy shoes, we can offer sustainable shoes, athletic shoes, luxury shoes. Anyway, we can, we can offer just about everything. Our industry is actually, we are actually the uh, fifth largest producer, footwear producer in the world. And we like to say that we are the first in the West. So the, the first outside of Asia, if you look at it. And from an industry point of view, does the Brazilian four organization see the current supply issues in certain countries in Asia as an opportunity for more growth? I, I wouldn't like to put it that way, but if we look into Brazil, we do have a very complete supply chain. We have everything we need here. So we have a very uh, integrated supply chain as well. We do export a lot of leather and components and artifacts. So we have plenty for our industry and others, I would tell. And what's very special about the relationship that we have with our, you know, partners, because they are partners as well, it's sustainable origin certificate which looks at not only at products, but it looks at processes within the industry, not only the footwear factories, but also the entire supply chain. So we can uh, follow the ESG indicators, you know, through that we are audited and certificated as a sustainable industry. That's very, very important to highlight we do believe that uh, this is our one of our main different competitive differentials. Can you tell me any major brands based in the U.S. that are already sourcing their product in Brazil with Brazilian manufacturers? Uh, sure, there are plenty. Uh, I would say that one that is 100% made in Brazil is uh, Veja Shoes. It's actually a French brand, but it's very international. And also... For the U.S., I'll, tell, I'll say Steve Madden, Tory Burch. There are many, many, many. We, we, do, we do have a big list of brands, Sophia Webster. I don't know by heart now, but I know almost every single brand <laughs> there have a, a, a part of its production in Brazil. And as you also mentioned, Bob and Alex highlighted, it's a shifting process because of the outsourcing, nearshore outsourcing uh, trend that we, are, we have been seeing since the end of last year, I would say. There's, uh, there is a lot of international brands looking for sourcing outside of Asia. And as we are so geographically close to the U.S., uh, I always like to say we are all Americans, right? You are North Americans, we are South Americans, we are all Americans. So this is stand out as an opportunity. Wrap our podcast up with one last question, and that would be the uh, primary objectives for your organization, the overall Brazilian footwear industry in 2022 and 2023. What would you like to accomplish as it, as it pertains to the United States and Canada? We will definitely like to be more um, present in the digital. We have been working uh, closely with some uh, international shows and especially with JOR. And we have our own show inside JOR. 
and Pegada, for instance, is, is showcasing there. And we, through that, we want to be closer to the market. We are also going to be investing a lot on, on drop shipping, uh, which will put us closer to some other major sellers. Uh, Savelli is already doing that as well. So those two points are very important. Also, we will be focusing on not only the big shows in Vegas and New York, but we will be looking at the regional shows. I've been speaking with uh, Leticia Maselli from the uh, Brazilian Fort Organization. She's the Fort Manager. And with Mr. Alex F.K. Engelman, the International Business Manager for the Pagada brand in Brazil. And you've been listening to the Fort Insight Extra podcast from Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.